Hello and welcome. I don't know about you, but I love to talk and talk I must with everybody, anybody, anywhere. Have you really stopped to talk? And I mean really talk with your family and friends. Do you know what their dreams are? Do you know what they are up to these days? Well, I'm chatting with my friends and people from all walks of life to discover what makes them tick. Join me as I uncover some truths and some stories. I'm Hira and you're listening to Crossleg with Hira Mehta. Disregarded by many and overlooked by some, today I'm going to be talking all about the science of Reiki. And with who better than Reiki master and founder of Reiki Vidya Niketan, Guruji Ajit Telang, who after a successful career of around 28 years in the corporate world, devoted himself to spiritual studies to become a Reiki master. I must add here that Reiki Vidya Niketan currently has 18 branches in India and 8 learning centers in the USA with over 40,000 students. Thank you for joining me today sir. Hello Ira. Thanks. I'm happy to be here with you to talk about Reiki. Most people are confused about Reiki. So please tell me what is Reiki and where did Reiki originate from? Reiki to me is a way of life, something that is not definable. Something, however, can be experienced. No wonder Reiki science is called as an experimental or experiential phenomenon. Look, I mean, the theories have limitations to describe this, you know. As I have understood and experienced Reiki in my life, it is a universal force of life energy. that flows through practically everything and every being in this universe generally i would prefer to call it a cause of life that we know or the cause of the whole universe if you like to say that as a human being however we can experience reiki as something that flows through the human existence and the moment you talk about the flow this makes three conditions or situations possible you know Uh, truly speaking and there's there's no uh, uh, directions when it comes to the space directions come only when there's a gross imbibed into the uh, space so the moment we talk of human body the directions emerge so with respect to the human body the energy flows from the top of the body to the bottom of the body from the top of the head to the uh, toes and then as i said it has three different conditions or situations first a consistent and continuous flow which means one is beyond all mundane human life experiences like sorrow and joy fulfillment or disappointments etc etc so you're beyond all these kind of thing you are in a some kind of a siddhahood you're not uh, uh, attached you're not affected by anything else the second possible uh, flow would be a hindered flow where the continuity and the consistency of the flow is not maintained you know somewhere it gets broken somewhere it gets hindered somewhere it gets blocked you know and uh, wherever it gets blocked you know we call it uh, some kind of uh, hindrance generally called as a disorder and nowadays it is called as a disease this condition actually causes the miseries the sufferings and the diseases as one knows okay so this is something uh, which is in between and the third one is the other other extreme 
the third condition obviously no flow of this cosmic energy which in the common parlance means a death you know so we are talking the full life we are talking of uh, the disordered or deceased life and we are talking of the death reiki as a spiritual science uh, when it comes to the origin of the reiki as you've asked me uh, it seems to have originated in japan in its current form as a practice because reiki has been known by different names reiki is only one of the japanese names to the same phenomenon of the flow of energy uh, however the historians and the researchers do find its origin in the ancient scriptures like uh, shiva sutra atharva veda and even in lord buddha's lotus sutras in a larger context context you know if you look at the larger context you know one can say that vedas and upanishads have always been talking about that infinite vast unlimited you know, subtle divine force which manifests as a life in a gross form uh, which literally is a reflection or illusion of a kind vedas and upanishads would like to call it a maya in the indian world so this this is what one can talk about what reiki is and where reiki came from uh if i were to ask you what is the certification process that one has to go through to become a teacher or perhaps uh, you could just tell us what is the process you went through to become a teacher and how long have you been teaching i have been teaching since 23 january 1997 which makes it about 25 years this month so i'll be completing 25 years of teaching i did my first second and third levels with an institution called Reiki India Research Center which to my knowledge are the pioneers in Reiki teaching in India i was guided on the path by dr mrs shamal durve who to my knowledge again is the first reiki master in india in the tradition of usui system of reiki healing uh there was a 3 years training program for us for the selected people during which i was thoroughly trained in second and third levels of reiki healing and also had to work on various uh, projects of healing before i was given the knowledge of initiation we used to work on various exercises and uh, various theoretical uh, things also like karmic theories you know and uh, we used to take uh, uh, we used to go through the some kind of internship also to help the senior masters and that is how uh, the whole process began and then i was certified as a master on 23rd uh, january in the first seminar i took on 8th of february 1997 i have always wondered what actually happens during a reiki session so would you be able to please tell us how exactly a reiki session is conducted uh when we talk of reiki sessions it means two things to us one is a teaching and learning sessions when a master teaches and a student learns to empower himself or herself to transmit reiki energy and the second meaning of session for us is the healing sessions when as a healer one individually or in a group tries to heal the ailing patient in the first context obviously we teach reiki philosophy and uh, show the students how it is practiced as well as make them proficient in healing oneself as well as the others uh, when it comes to the healing context generally reiki is offered to a recipient either as an individual or in a group of healers not exceeding 6 at a time that saves the time and healing becomes much enhanced and effective 
with respect to a single person giving Reiki. So group Reiki always has its own benefits. The teaching sessions are spread over 15 hours program covered in two consecutive days as per the tradition. Besides the theory sessions and practicals, there are four initiations or diksha normally we say, as it is called in our parlance. These initiations, it is believed, allows the opening of the transmission channel, making a student qualified to heal the patients. Obviously, this is another effect. The main effect is obviously to uh, cleansing these main chakras, you know, the heart chakra, the throat chakra, the third eye chakra, and the uh, shahasrara or crown chakra, which are actually pre-action, pre-karma kind of chakras. In healing session, the time depends on various factors, like how many healers are treating at a given session, as well as the ailing conditions of the recipient. You know. Typically, healing sessions are spread over 21 days, if the element is chronic in nature, or maybe three days if the disorders are not very serious and uh, maybe casual or maybe uh, of a lighter nature. Okay. That's how it works. Uh, you know, we all know that most people turn to different therapies to help them cope and manage health and other emotional burdens. Reiki is perhaps one of the many. So what physical ailments does Reiki help in? And what are the health benefits of Reiki? As we have seen earlier, every physical element is nothing but a hindered flow of universal energy. Wherever there's a hindrance, hindrance wherever there's a blockage, you know, that is where the disease occurs. The place where it occurs decides the name of the physical disease and the extent of hindrance decides the gravity of the disease. For example, when the flow is uh, passing through the human body, right from the uh, head to the toes, as I said earlier, Supposing there's a little uh, dip into the flow, there's a little hindrance in the heart region, then we call it a cardiac problem. If it happens into the liver region at the right side of the body, we call it a liver disorder, or maybe cirrhosis of liver or the jaundice, that kind of thing. If it happens on the left side of the body, when it's passing through the pancreas, then we call it a pancreatic disorder like diabetes. So somewhere, the names of the disease change because you know the, the place where the some kind of hindrance, you know, some kind of blockage occurs, you know, and that uh, extent of hindrance, you know, decide the gravity of the disease. In short, in Reiki science, you know, disease is nothing but a deficiency of the flow of energy. Wherever there's a deficiency, we call it a disease. The names and forms as well as symptoms are only the reasons, not the cause. You know? The real cause is always the deficiency of the flow. That's why even if it is a cancer or it is a common cold, Reiki does not uh, look into that in a different way because the basic cause needs to be removed. And Reiki is more holistic in that sense that it addresses the basic cause so that the disease is uprooted right from the uh, basic cause or the root of the disease. You know? That is how it is. And uh, if you look at the physical elements, uh, the health benefits, as I've been saying, there are two kinds of health benefits. You can prevent a lot of disease happening. You know, when the flow is continuous, when you're practicing regularly, there are hardly any chances of creating a blockage at all. And if there are no blockages, uh, obviously there's no deficiency. So a lot of diseases which otherwise would have come. And normally we believe in Reiki science that the diseases always come under the outer sheath, the first sheath outside the human body. And that is called etheric uh, aura or the etheric sheath. Now Reiki actually fortifies that. Reiki actually makes it very strong. And when your sheath is strong, 
the it covers the body and protects the body in such a way that lot of diseases which otherwise the body was subjected to could be avoided the second thing is curative you know besides the preventive whatever has happened whatever the disease have occurred you can set it right you know by consistent reiki treatment by taking reiki yourself or by give somebody giving you a reiki so i think it's a very wide spectrum of uh, benefits of health as far as reiki is concerned and when you talk of health i'm not talking of physical health alone it is the health of your mind health of your emotions health of your intellect you know the entire existence of the human body uh, human human life uh, gets benefit we all know that uh, there are a number of sessions that would be required uh, you know to get a good result so how many sessions would one need and how long does the effect of reiki last it depends on the disease and the degree of a disease as stated earlier the chronic disease like hypertension diabetes thyroid arthritis etc may take about 21 days the disease is newly developed but for the older diseases in the same category it may take a couple of even more cycles each of 21 days you know so one has to remember that each cycle is a 21 consecutive days without a break for minor elements like indigestion cold and coughs sprains etc even 3 day cycle is good enough generally the effects last for a long time the difficult to say how long as a life is a very dynamic process reiki science believes in karmic theory and it is a residual fallout of the incomplete karmas which cause the blockages to the flow of energy and uh, that in return lead to diseases or disorders what one may call normally we advise our patients to undergo the reiki training once they come out of their disease condition so that they are empowered to maintain the health condition throughout their life so they don't have to uh, you know go through some other experience of suffering so they can manage themselves and preventing disease becomes a very important aspect of healing in that case reiki i understand is the exchange of energy and it is said experiences during the reiki sessions varies from people to people or person to person so how do healers use their own energy when they heal others and can they self heal also in the past 28 years of my reiki life since i have learned reiki in 1994 i have learned one thing and that is there's nothing like an ownership when it comes to energy there all the mediums in the process of life with each one of us have chosen a role to play and are empowered by the universe to fulfill that sometimes you forget and that is where the problem begins so we do not exactly play as per the script that is given to you so the question of using one's own energy does not arise is as bad or good to say that postman or a bank tellers using their own money to disperse money orders or cash withdrawals as a medium we just make an energy available once you are empowered to transmit yes one does heal oneself consciously when one takes reiki on one's own body regularly every day as well as subconsciously when we heal others whenever we pass on the reiki whenever we uh, transmit reiki to somebody else it always passes through us but that is something which happens subconsciously not necessarily consciously uh, uh, you'll be experiencing it guruji before i thank you for your beautiful inputs and sharings i'd like to know is there anything else that you would like to share with us Oh yes there are a lot of things to share but i think we have uh, 
time restriction here. But uh, all that I can say, I'm very happy that work that myself and my group under the name of Reiki with Danny Gethin, we have a very large group of 40,000 people having undergone this Reiki training. Uh, they have done and we have done and the efforts that we have put in with all the earnestness have finally started paying off, you know, as Reiki has started getting recognition from various quarters like health ministry lately in the last two years, health ministry in India, uh, as well as various medical institutions the world over have recognized Reiki as a very powerful technique to heal uh, many diseases. In fact, you know, Reiki Vidya Niketan is working very closely with the health ministry of the government of India in Gujarat under the Institute of uh, Health and Family Welfare and under the Ayushman Bharat scheme. You know. And we must have trained at least about 600 doctors by now. And the process is still on. You know? So a lot of medical doctors are coming and learning Reiki and making use of that. And that's extremely good news for us. In fact, in America, when I was uh, there last time, I could realize almost about 22 hospitals, the big hospitals, have recognized Reiki as a beautiful way to heal. And uh, I think that is something which makes you really happy and proud. And uh, especially in the last pandemic, and we cannot really bypass that because that, that was a major event for the last two years, which created a fear, a panic, and uh, uh, took away a lot of lives, you know. And that is, we started something, you know, the Reiki Vidya Niketan started something like a wave of faith a program. And I think it worked wonders. A lot of uh, places, you know, we had the opportunity and our doctors had the opportunity, you know, who learned from the Aishman Bharat. And they gave Reiki to many people who had affected, who were affected by uh, uh, Corona. And they found amazing results coming out of that, you know. So, uh, Reiki has a great role it played in this kind of pandemics, and I'm very happy to say that it has come out uh, with the flying killers. Thank you so much for being on this podcast with me. Thanks, Shira, and bye. It was a, a great pleasure for me to talk about Reiki, and uh, I hope uh, all the answer, questions have been answered to your satisfaction. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'm sure that many will understand Reiki much better now. And for those who want to know more, please visit their website www.reikibrahma.org that is R-E-I-K-I-B-R-A-H-M-A reikibrahma.org Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to talk to me about your life, I'm waiting. Connect with me on hiramehta13 at gmail.com. And until next time, Namaste. Namaste.